The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. out there this is andrew lens your host of let's talk but no politics okay and today we have a movie review this is the movie review episode i'm trying to do a movie review once a month and here we are and this movie review is brought to you by kudos granola bars kudos granola bars m&m snickers great fun snack check them out kudos granola bars so, as I was saying, this is the movie review, and I put a, tried to put a poll up, but Facebook doesn't always let me do that, and it was between Mom and Dad Save the World and Spies Like Us. I got a little bit more of a response for Mom and Dad Save the World, so that's what I had, and I was pumped to do this. I needed somebody to, it's always fun to have somebody to review a movie with, so uh, my son was home. He had a dentist appointment. It was a little, a little rough, but he got to stay home. Lucky duck. So he got kind of volunteer, voluntold that he was going to do this with me. But we watched this movie, and he's going to be doing the movie review with me. And if you listen to my episode, let's talk to my son. This is my son, Stephen. Stephen, say hello to the people out there in Pocahontas. Hi. There he is. So. Before we get into the review, I always like to do a little recap about things. Mom and Dad Save the World was released in July 24th of 1992. Runtime of 88 minutes. Very short movie. Uh, budget of $14 million, but only made $2 million in the box office. Yeah. You you got something to say? You're smiling. You could say something. <laughs> I mean, I get why they only made $2 million. It's a pretty oh. bad movie. Oh, don't, don't get into it too much. we got to do a plot. So, it's a very simple plot. Uh, you know, this movie stars Terry Garr, Jeffrey Jones, John Lovitz, uh, Wallace Shaw's in it, Eric Idle, some pretty decent names. But it's a simple thing. There's a planet of idiots led by Epper Todd Spango. That's John Lovitz's character. And he wants to take over the world. So he's about to destroy Earth. But he sees this housewife, Marge Nelson, played by Terry Garr. And he falls in love with her. And her husband, Dick Nelson, played by Jeffrey Jones... They're in that typical loveless marriage type thing. So when Todd beams them, well, not really loveless, but middle of the road stuff. He doesn't want to do things. She wants to do new things. Uh, <clears throat> so he uses a magno beam, pretty much a giant magnet, brings them to this world. Uh, he tries to marry her. They get in. They get into a fight. It's a very. It's a very very simple plot you know good guy saves the day they fall back in love all that stuff like that is very very simple and i don't know what else more to say about this plot because it was very forgettable how did you feel about the whole plot and story of this Stephen? i 
it wasn't bad, but if they could make their jokes better, it would be a better movie. Yes, it was. It did, this is a comedy, and I remember it being a lot better as a kid. A lot better. And this was not that good of a movie. There's a lot of uh, slapstick jokes, if you know what I mean, like people getting hurt or stuff like that. Um, it just fell flat. Even when it was a joke with words, it just fell flat, like a big swing and a miss. Every Everything of it was just swing and a miss. I don't really... I remember this fondly as a kid. I thought it was pretty good as a kid, and I'm looking at this, and I watched it with you. You know, we watched it together, and it just was not anything I remembered it being. There was some some good parts, and some, but a lot more bad parts. I would give it a lot more bad parts than good parts. Um, do you have like a favorite part? Um, probably when he throws the pie at the dog. Oh, in the beginning? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. I, I did like that. Uh, my favorite part was actually uh, towards the end is the light grenade. There's a weapon called the light grenade, and you pull the pin, you set it down, and every time you somebody picks it up, they disappear. So they're a planet full of idiots. And on the Liker date, it actually says, pick me up. And they, the, the rebel forces, I guess, did this with Dick Nelson, who joins them. And they put it there. And, you know, it's typical. One guy picks it up, and then they're like, be careful, there's a light grenade. And everybody goes, where, where, where? And then the guy picks it up and goes, it's right here. And then, of course, he disappears. I, I would have to say that's probably my biggest favorite part. It was pretty It was pretty good. Do you have any other ones? Um, no, not really. Not really? Were you? Can I ask you a question? Were you excited to watch this when you first, when you first saw the whole thing? Like, were you, were you thinking, oh, my my dad's got another good movie for me. I'm gonna sit here. I don't have to go to school, and I'm gonna watch this movie. I thought it was gonna be a good movie, and it really wasn't. It really wasn't. Yeah. No. Do you think there was any way that they could prove on this movie somehow? Yeah, they could. Uh, what would you do if you could? If they said, Stephen, how can you change mom and dad save the world? Well, first, they should make the jokes uh, better. Like, if they had better jokes, it would be funnier and more people would watch it. And the climax is kind of towards the end instead of in the middle. It kind of like messes with the movie a little bit. It, it, you notice that, I, I'm, I was very happy you noticed that because I noticed that too. It takes a while for it to build and then it seems rushed at the end. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't seem good at, it just seems like, uh, how do I put it? Like they were like, okay, we're here, we're having budget problems, let's just finish the movie real quick. 
And it just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make... I gotta say this is one of the movies that I've watched from when I was younger that I actually have fond memories of and then all of a sudden it just wasn't anything good. I don't know if there's a cult following behind this or anything of that nature, but this is this is pretty it it wasn't it wasn't up to my memory. It just wasn't. Do you got any, you got anything else? You, what do you want to say about this movie? I mean, um, if they made like a remake of the movie now, they would probably it could be better. And like the movie is like kind of short, and sometimes you want like a long movie to like pass the time. So like. <laughs> It should be an hour, because that's like what most movies are. No, most movies are longer than an hour. Yeah, like an hour and 20. They're longer than that. What do you mean? No. Yeah, they're longer than that. An hour 30? Uh, hour 30 short for a movie. You got about two hours. I would say average runtime is two hours for a movie. Okay. You never realized that, did you? Well, yeah, there's not that many two-hour movies. Yeah, there is. <laughs> I mean, We've watched it, Thor Ragnarok. That's a two-hour movie. Yeah, that's just how bad this movie is that you're like, oh. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, you watch Thor Ragnarok. That's like a two-and-a-half-hour two movie. Uh, Infinity War. All those movies are that long. Yeah. But they kept you in it, right? Yeah. Those ones. And then this one just fell, what, just completely flat. I know. So... I'm sorry to cut you off. You were kind of in a kind of in a mode there. So just go. What it? But like the fish people, they made like no sense. Like why were they there? I forgot to mention the fish people and then the dog people. Yeah. The the fish were like female and then the dog were male and it didn't make sense. Yeah, you didn't get it. That you know, you brought up a good point. You didn't really get too much backstory on these guys. Yeah. You, there was no story to tell other than there are a bunch of idiots. He's in love with her, and let's go from there. And let's try and make this movie. Yeah. Do you think this movie should ever be remade? I mean, they could. They could make it better, but if they just remade it the same way, it would. They would probably just be wasting money. It, what amazes me is there's, uh, I mean, you probably don't recognize these actors uh, unless I tell you who they are, uh, but there's some good actors in this. Uh, uh, Jeffrey Jones, remember the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Oh, I know. That's him. So, you know, John Lovitz, you know, John Lovitz, this guy right here, he's not in the best, the best movies in the world. So that could have gave me an indication, but you didn't know that. Is it, this is just it? I I don't know what to say about this movie. I really don't. I just feel it's it's the first bit of my childhood that I've tried to share with you that has fallen completely flat in my face. 
I, matter of fact, I apologize to you for showing you this movie because it was just so, so bad. And it's a short movie, but it's so bad. I don't know what Rotten Tomatoes gives this or anything else, but it is not. It's a one star, 9% on Rotten Tomatoes, so that's not good. That's not good at all. That's definitely not good. So you want to have some input for this? Um, yeah, they could have made the movie 40 minutes, but it would still feel like three hours probably. That's it, how bad it is. It's, it's, it's not good. There's one, I counted what? Three, maybe four. Four good parts. Yeah. And that's the light grenade. Mm-hmm. The dog. The dog. When uh, Dick Nelson throws the pie at the dog. Yeah. Um, that's two. You didn't say anything about Todd walking into the pool, though. Yes, Todd walking into the pool. And then the guard staring at it. And then the guard, but that's all in one part. And the light. Did we mention the light? Yeah, we mentioned yeah. the light but that's really but that's really about it I mean this thing just fell 100% flat the director was Greg B-Man I never even heard of this guy what did he do nothing great nothing great for this guy it looks like let's take a look at his movies and see what he's got going on uh yeah. oh this guy did license to drive which is a great movie i've not showed you that one i still gotta kind of re-preview that but that's a great movie and then it just seems like it goes all the way down from there but this is not i cannot do i don't i'm not just i'm very disappointed in this in this whole entire movie. I, I Oh, Kathy Ireland's in it too. It's a good concept for like the movie. Like I would enjoy watching it if it was better. But like, I, as I keep on saying, like they could have made it like so much better. The, the only word I can say to describe it is bad. Really bad. Yeah. Really bad. And I like really bad, not the best movies in the world. But this was one that I gotta, I gotta say, I would like a do over. I wish I would have, I wish I would have just disregarded what people were saying and did, and did Spies Like Us because that's still such a fond memory of a movie. I would have to put this up there, even though I know you have never seen it, is with, uh, almost with Super Mario Brothers. It's just, it's just not, not good. Not good at all. Imagine if they made a video game for it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> What would it be? What is this, 92? So it would be like a Super Nintendo or an NES game. Yeah. 
How would you even set that? That's a that's a nice little thing. How would you even set up a video game? You play video games. Um, You've played Nintendo. You played Super Nintendo. Like so, you would do like the whole entire house thing, and like them leaving. You could like do that, or you have to like drive your car, mm-hmm. and then you would like fly, and you have to like fight. And like it would be like one of those bad video games that the angry video game nerd would review. Oh, I bet it would be. It oh. Would. <laughs> and like instead of the guards, it would be like like goblins. I know who would make the game too. Who? LJN. LJN would. <laughs> yeah, they would. <laughs> they would definitely be making a game like. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know about the. It's. It, it has. Some really great elements, but then it doesn't. I'm thinking maybe because it was early '90s. And that's what they went with. And it just... It fell short on every level it is. Oh, man. This is gonna... This is gonna be a short show. Just because of this review of this movie. This is not a good movie. This is not a good... Uh, I guess... We'll we'll get into the lovely rating system, and I'll let you go first, Stephen, since this is your uh, first one. So, if you've never listened to a movie review that I do, have a very simple rating system. It goes by uh, the lowest level. There's four levels. The lowest level is burn the film, and that goes with a horrible movie not suited for human or any living thing's eyes. Uh, the next one is one and done. It's a good movie, but would not watch it again and rewatch. I would watch, would watch the movie again. If you're bored, you know, it's a weekend or something. You got nothing else to do. And you're like, Oh, I'll just watch this. Uh, and favorite, you would watch it. Even if it's on cable TV, that is our rating system. So Steven, you are the guest. Can you please give us your rating of this movie and tell us completely why? Instead of burning the film, I feel like they should take every copy and what they did with the... E.T. E.T. video game, they should put it in a ditch, light it on fire, and then put dirt over it. That's that's what you got? Yeah. And why is that? Just because it just... It's like bad. It's like um, it's like you took the E.T. video game and then you like alternate and made it into a movie. It's pretty much the E.T. video game equivalent to a movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Going into it, just reading the title and me telling you about it. What were you thinking in the if you were gonna rate it just on off what I told you? What do you think? What rating would you give it just off of what I told you about the movie? I, um, off of what you told me about the movie, um, I, I think it would probably be like a one and done. That's what I do with like most movies, is one and done. Yeah, yeah. I really like to rewatch movies. I do. I have a problem with that. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm going to go with me going into this first and foremost. My rating of this movie is 
was a rewatch. This wasn't on Netflix. This wasn't on anything. Uh, it was on HBO Max. So I figured I'd check it out. And I went with a rewatch. You know, would watch the movie again if I was bored. And I saw it and I was like, oh man, this would be, this would be fun to review because it's a very nostalgic classic for me. Now that I've watched the movie again, as an adult, it is definitely, I almost went one and done on this. I almost did, but <clears throat> I'm going to say burn the, burn the film just on the fact as I just going to reiterate once again, this movie falls short on every level. 100% great, fun, family movie concept, but the jokes are horrible. Uh, Everything's way too over the top. The costumes look like something from Wizard of Oz. The way that the hair is and everything else. Uh, I think the twin guards are the twin scientists from Gremlins 2. It's just not good at all. And I, even if you're feeling a nostalgia bug for this, you know, when you see it, you, go, you could go watch it and maybe... But this was one of those movies that I just did not watch with rose-colored glasses on. It's Wait, I wish I could go back in time just to tell me and him not to watch this movie. Yeah. Normally you don't watch movies with me. And yeah. this was one that I, I can't get over how bad it was. I mean, this is probably one of my shortest episodes of a podcast, but... I got nothing to discuss about this movie other than how bad it is. It's just not good. So, with that being said, you got any last final thoughts on this other than how bad it is? Um, so, pretty much, they're, like, let's pretend they had a pot and they were making the movie. They got halfway through stirring it and then they just said it was a movie. Pretty much. Pretty much. This must be a rush finished product. So, uh, made this move. We made this move to Texas. I got everything unpacked. I'm ready. And, you know, I'm looking through my old DVDs. This is what I'm going to be reviewing next. I don't know if Steven's going to be with me. Maybe I'll find. If you, if anybody else want there, get out there, get in contact with me if you, if you want to do a movie review or you got an idea of a movie you want me to check out. Uh, and I'm going to be reviewing The Last Starfighter, a great science fiction film from the early part of the 80s. Really great. Great fond memories on that one. Hopefully th those memories can translate into what things are now. So um, when the car was in space, I'm like, is this like Star Wars? Like, because the car gets, like, sucked into space. Yeah. Like, is it Star Wars? And that is, like, it's space balls. It did look like, not to, now that we're done, it did. The way that the, how old the car was looked like it was space balls. Yeah, but it was way worse than space balls. I haven't seen space balls. You've seen a little bit of it. I know, and I know it's better than that movie. Space balls is really good. Don't, don't disrespect space balls. But... To everybody out there, uh, my next pod, or my next movie review at the end of what do we got going on here? October <laughs> will be the last Starfighter, so check out that. 
it'll be a much longer episode than this one. I'm sorry this was so short. But as always, at the end of every show, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. left zero timeouts down by a touchdown we gotta drive 75 yards all right we could do this thing i believe in each and every one of you but real quick did you guys know that the two-point conversation podcast runs five days a week monday through friday with various co-hosts and different themes every day and then you can listen to them on bicbp-radio.com apple Podcasts, or spotify so what's the play just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready, set, mother f- Delay of game, offense.